Yeah, it is the season for allergies. I guess every season is allergy season here in East Tennessee. We have a special doc here to help us get rid of those allergies or at least feel better. He is the wonderful Dr. Nicholas Kalinsky. You can usually find him over at the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for that incredible introduction. I'm just so excited. I'm excited about getting some tips about these allergies. How do people even know if they're taking the right medicine? Right, right. Well, it's ragweed season and then carry over until the first hard frost. So is everybody allergic to ragweed? So about one in five people will have a problem with ragweed. And what is ragweed? So ragweed is a weed. It's not a tree or a grass. And it has these green leafy-like leaves that that, uh, present out like ferns. And then it has these long, tall kind of finger-like projections where it houses the flower, where it has the male part of the the plant, and then also the pollen, which is on the stamen. And so these bloom around this time of year. And where do we find them? Or do you know? I know you're more the allergy guy, but now I'm turning you into horticulturist. Well, you know, I actually know where we do find them. And they're in areas where man has overturned or interfered with the ground. So usually next to schools, neighborhoods, or along roadways. And the thing about ragweed pollen is that it's very small and it's very light. It's buoyant and it can float in the air and then be carried by the wind up to 400 miles actually, which is about the distance between Knoxville and Memphis. So there's no getting away. No kidding, huh? 400 miles. I haven't taken a trip 400 miles in a while. Okay, so any preventative methods? Visiting a a board-certified allergist, if you want to come over to the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, we would love to see you. And I think it's important to establish the correct diagnosis to find out if ragweed is the culprit. And then after that, work with your physician to develop an appropriate treatment plan using medications and potentially immunotherapy. Now, how would that work? So immunotherapy is allergy shots. And over time, we give you low amounts of the allergen that you're allergic to increase that over time. And over time, it allows your body to shift from an allergic response to more of a regulatory immune response. And now that you mentioned the immune system and everything, with COVID happening in it, are we seeing people that might be thinking, I do I have allergies? Might I have COVID? Because I knew I, I had the headaches, I had the stuffy head, and I even ended up taking a test just to make sure that it wasn't COVID. Right. Well, you're not the only one. And there are some common symptoms that someone might have if they have COVID or if they have allergies, but it's very important to discern the difference. And one of those big differences would be fever. You're not going to have a fever with allergies. Uh, With COVID, you may have really severe muscle aches. I actually had COVID myself months and months ago. Uh, and I recovered, thankfully, but it is very serious. And if you do think that you do have COVID, it is important to get tested for sure. We have the flu going on. We have COVID going on. We have ragweed and then ragweed till at least middle September. And then what? Well, it's also mold time. Okay. And there so it's we go. exactly. And so in the fall, the leaves fall to the ground and you build up those big piles of leaves and everyone wants to jump in and play. But you got to be careful because those moist environments are perfect for mold growth. So we should be loading up on, I guess, all the sprays and everything. And I, like you say, go see a licensed allergist. That's exactly right. There's definitely things that we can do to get you back to feeling like yourself and enjoying your day. Okay. Well, so I've been taking what, okay, the pharmacist recommend. I need to go see my allergist. But in the meantime, Dr. Kalinske, I've been doing my nasal sprays, two squirts each nostril, like twice a day, whatnot, taking 
Zyrtec. I've been trying different ones of those. But the spray, I would think, would work. Right. And intranasal steroids is kind of the cornerstone of treatment along mm-hmm. with immunotherapy for uh, rhinitis and allergic rhinitis. Um, but it all depends on how you're using your nasal spray. And that's just as important as being prescribed a nasal spray. Really? Correct. Yeah, so, there's okay. an actual Two technique. each side. Isn't that right? Well, that is that, that can in. be correct. Exactly. But whenever you spray, you don't want to give that big <laughs> honk and sniff, okay? You just want to lightly breathe in. That way you're not dragging the, the medication to the back of the throat or closing off some of your nasal passages. So we've been spraying wrong. Right. It doesn't say it on the bottle. You know, no one tells you not to give that big, strong sniff. But to get the medication where it's supposed to go, it's important to uh, have the correct technique because you actually kind of want to lean over, tuck your chin into your chest or point your nose to your toes. You stick the nasal spray into your nose and you point towards the outer ear. So left side towards the left ear, right side towards the right ear. And after you spray, you can stay leaned over, pinch and hold your nose for 10 to 15 seconds. That way it stays in your nose and it doesn't drip down the back of your throat. Never knew this in my life. <laughs> Pretty important, huh? Yeah, I know. That's how I was sound until I get my nasal spray correct. We have to spread the word. People are putting their nasal spray in their noses wrong. I agree. Do you have patients that have been doing it wrong? You're not the only one. It's extremely common. Even myself, I didn't know until I went to training, so... I'm amazed. Is there anything else we're not doing right when it comes to allergy season? Well, you know, there's a lot of things. I think education is probably the most important part of any treatment plan. And, you know, we could cover a lot, but it'd be fantastic if anyone has any questions, you know, please come in. We'll take the time and we'll get you fixed up. But in the meantime, let's go back over that nasal spray technique. But is there any specific one? Yes, you may have post-nasal drip or mucus down the back of your throat. You might have runny nose. You might have coughing, even wheezing. Some people that might have asthma. But a lot of the nasal sprays, as far as a nasal steroid, they all work really similarly. And so really any of those will work. Um, I like Flonase Sensimus because it comes out more as a mist as opposed to a stream or a spray. It gets that nice, even spray across mm-hmm. the nasal mucosa for maximum effectiveness. Okay, so I take my nasal spray. I'm standing there. I shake it, right? Well, you don't have to shake I it. Don't have wow. to shake it either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then what? So then, you know, you, you grab your nasal spray, and then you assume that position where you're kind of leaned over with your Lean. chin chuck, mm-hmm. tucked into your chest, okay? You might want to sit down if you're uh, not too steady on your feet. And then you stick it in the left side, for example, point the, the medication towards the left ear, uh-huh. spray. Your right no, no. Nostril. Right. Nos- <laughs> into your nostril, not <laughs> your ear. Nodule. Don't spray it in your ear. Is nodule a word, right? Nodule is a word. But, but it's not a nostril. <laughs> no- <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and so then you're going to spray, okay? And remember, not with that big sniff. Uh-huh. And then you're going to spray the other side. Is it going to drip out? Well, that's why you pinch and hold your nose for 10 to 15 seconds. Well, that's another great thing about the mist is that it comes out kind of as a mist and it really sticks to that nasal mucosa as opposed to kind of dripping out of the nose. All right. There you have it. Tips and techniques with Dr. Nicholas Kalinske when it comes to just spraying your nasal spray in your nose and why it hasn't been working. I can't wait to get home and try this. Hey, I'm excited for you too. Anything else as far as allergy season or any season? So right now we're dealing with the ragweed. 
Then we have the mole to be thinking of. And what else? Of Can course. we at least celebrate Christmas? <laughs> well, definitely. And, you know, around Christmas time, it's getting colder here in East Tennessee. And you're going to bring your pets inside. And uh-huh. when you bring your pets inside, they're going to track in some of those allergens with them. And then some people have their cat allergy, their dog allergy. And then, of course, dust mite allergy, which is one of the big allergens. So there's a lot going on. So then we celebrate Christmas with the allergies from our pets. And then what for the new year? Well, it kind of has a pattern. So it's going to start out with trees at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. then the grasses towards the middle of the year and then weeds towards the, towards the latter part of the year. Do you sell a calendar for all this? <laughs> Well, you know, believe it or not, I mean, like I said, I'm laughing, but I'm like, uh, at least we know now what uh, we're in for. Well, there, I mean, you know, a lot of studies support all of these things that I'm saying as far as knowing exactly when in East Tennessee we have ragweed season. And it really is consistent where it's just that last week of August and then peaking in September and then stopping at the first hard frost. So it's kind of amazing that over the last hundred years, what we've come to learn about allergies, it's, it's incredible. And is there any other place? I mean, we love East Tennessee, do we not? Love Knoxville. I've been here 20 years. Mm-hmm. Came from Massachusetts. The cold winters and everything. And I'm like, look at this. You get four seasons. And you get like 18 seasons of allergies. But that's okay. But how do we compare? <laughs> like, is there another town out there, a city that's similar in size, that has the same amount type of allergies, you know, seasons I think- that we go through? I think we're pretty unique. You know, <laughs> East Tennessee, I've always heard and I do believe is the allergy capital of the world. What an so, honor. Yeah. I know, right? Yes, and Dr. Kalinsky, you're leading the way and helping us all feel better. Well, you know, as someone that has environmental allergies uh, and had asthma as a kid, you know, I think it's just important that people have to realize that there is uh, treatment and that you can go out and enjoy your day and you can have an incredible time and uh, you know, you don't get short of breath on the playground or you don't have all of these types of symptoms that are associated with allergies or asthma. And, you know, the best part of my day is when my patients come back to me and tell me how much better they feel. You know, it's really wo- rewarding. Yeah, especially after you use your nasal spray correctly. Right? That's right. Well, we appreciate you taking time today to talk with us, Dr. Nicholas Kalinsky with the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center. Of course. Thank you so much for having me.